You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Hello and welcome to the podcast. Well, haven't we got something very exciting for you to learn all about today? I'm sharing the three tips that helped our students here at Standby Method Acting Studio land roles in TV soaps that you can obviously steal from them because they're so easy. You are going to kick yourself for possibly overlooking them. Before I share what they are, I'm so excited that I've got a brand new workshop for you. It doesn't cost you anything and it is called Three Steps to Getting a Paid Role Within Two Months. And I'm going to be diving further into what I share with you in this podcast because obviously I'm limited in what I can share with you in the podcast episodes. I can share a lot, but we can do even more in the interactive workshops. So I'm going to be taking the lessons from this episode today further in this brand new workshop, Three Steps to Getting a Paid Role Within Two Months, because that's what I want. I want you getting a paid role. And I'm going to be using these exact steps myself as I relaunch my acting career for the second time. And these are the exact steps that I took last year when I relaunched my acting career and I turned my first audition back into the industry into a paying job. So I'm inviting you. I would love to see you there. I would love to coach you because I know you want a paid role. I can help you get a paid role. So go and accept your invite by clicking the link underneath the episode. And as soon as you tell me where to send you the workshop link to, I'll send it straight away for you and then your place is booked. You need to be quick though because places are capped and it's taking place on Thursday the 28th of September. There will be a recording available after. It will only be available for 48 hours. So if you're going to sign up for the recording, make sure you schedule in time to watch the recording before the 30th of September. Okay, let's get started. What are these three tips then that helped our students here at Standby land roles in TV soaps? Well, before I share with you what they are, let me tell you the kind of TV soaps and TV dramas they have been cast in. So recently, Ben Sora was cast in EastEnders and he had a beautiful scene with the character Alfie Moon. If you're not from the UK, EastEnders is a primetime UK TV soap. And of course, it wasn't a little teeny tiny bibbly bobbly role. He had quite a chunky little scene with Alfie Moon. So of course, having that on his CV is going to open more doors for him now. And having that on his showreel is going to open more doors. And this is why it's important that you are doing your best and you are getting very focused on getting a day player role on your CV and into your showreel. Because a day player role to casting directors gives you something called no like and trust factor. It means they've seen something on your CV that they know. It causes unconscious bias within them 
to like you and think of you more favorably. This is based on psychology. So any casting directors listening, this is not what I'm saying. This is what the psychology says. Um, And then because they've seen something on your CV that they know and they like, it means they're going to trust you more. They're more likely to call you into the room. So we've got to get some day player roles onto your CV, which is essentially what Ben had. And I'm going to show you how to do that. But Ben's not the only standby student who has been cast in TV soaps. We've had Jonathan in Doctors. Um, Again, for anyone outside of the UK, Doctors is a daytime afternoon soap on the BBC. He got a guest lead role in that. We've had another ex-student who got a guest lead role on Doctors and in a Netflix drama. Um, Nicholas got a role in a different Netflix drama. We've had Zane, who was in Everyone's Talking About Jamie, which is a film by Warp Films. Again, if you're not in the UK, Warp Films are a big film company here in the UK. And that was on Amazon Prime. And he had a very meaty role in that supporting role. And all of these roles on their CVs just make them stand out amongst the sea of actors who get submitted for roles by their agents. And we've had way more students than that as well. But I'd be here all day talking to you about them. A lot of males in there. And I always say to my female students in the classes, I'm like, come on, girls, I'm here to help you. We need to get some girls into some TV soaps as well. We have had our female students in commercials, lots of different commercials, which is also very, very exciting. And again, that does the same thing. It it builds this thing called no like and trust factor. So again, just repeating, but when a casting director sees your CV whether you've self-submitted for something or your agent submitted for it, by seeing something that they know on your CV, it puts you in a more favourable light. So I hope you are very, very focused on getting a day player role or getting cast in a commercial, which can start opening more doors for you. So what are these three tips then? They're not really tips, to be honest. They're more, well, they're qualities. And they're qualities that you already have inside of you. Woohoo! Some might be a little bit more hidden than others, and some might be very, very obvious within you. But whether they're hidden or they're obvious, we can always develop them further. And this is what this episode is about, because I'm going to show you how to do that. So we have got to be number one, brave, number two, bold, and number three, a risk taker to make your acting goals and dreams happen, especially if you want to get in a TV soap or a TV drama, or a commercial, because when you're getting these things, your visibility is raised. Let me tell you, when Ben had that scene in EastEnders, he was watched by millions of people in the UK and anybody else who streams EastEnders from around the world. So the acting industry will basically sweep up and wash away any of those actors who are sitting on the edge, peering in, not being brave, not being bold, and not being a risk taker. So if that is you, I'm not here to make you feel bad about it. I'm here to say it's time to stop sitting on the edge. It's time to stop peering in. And it is time to grab your career by the horns and go all in. Because you have been put on this earth for more than a nine to five job. You have been put on this earth to tell the stories that are important to you. You have been put on this earth to touch those audience members' souls who need to see the stories through the characters that you have to play. If you believe acting is your calling, you need to sit up and pay attention to this episode. 
because it is easier than you think to be brave, bold and a risk taker. You are already brave and bold and a risk taker. Do you know why? Because you've already had to show these three qualities at various different times in your life and you can transfer these into your acting career. So if you've done it once, if you've been brave once, you can be brave again. If you've been bold once, you can be bold again. If you can be a risk taker once, you can be a risk taker again. Okay? So let's think of three times in your life away from acting where you've had to show these three qualities. And if you're struggling, I'm going to share three short stories with you from my life to inspire you to hopefully get some ideas going. So I had to be brave a few years ago when I was 30. Actually, it's more than a few years ago. It's eight years ago. (laughs) Who am I kidding? (laughs) I am extremely frightened of flying. It's just one of those fears in life that I have that, yeah, I just find flying very, very, very petrifying. However, an opportunity came up for me to go to the actor's studio in New York and I was not going to turn that opportunity down because that has been on my vision board for years. I've always known I was going to get to the actor's studio. I never knew how. I just trusted that it would happen. And then an opportunity presented itself to me. And I was like, okay, we're grabbing it. I'm frightened of flying, but we're going to do it anyway. And don't get me wrong, leading up to this fly, I was trying to get everybody to come to New York with me, but nobody could come with me. So it ended up that I had to go on this plane on my own. And yes, I was petrified, sat in Manchester airport by myself. We got up in the air. It was all right. I was sat on my own. I was watching the Amy Winehouse film, having a grand old time. And then we got over the Atlantic and we hit the back end of a hurricane and I had a massive panic attack. And I just thought, oh my God, we are never, ever going to make it into JFK alive. The turbulence was horrendous. It was the worst I've ever experienced in my life, but I got through it. The plane was swinging in to the airport, let me tell you. Oh my God, it was was frightening, absolutely frightening. And I could see the runway going inside, out of sight, inside, out of sight, because that's how bad the plane was swinging. I was sat next to a lady who worked for the RAF and she was like, oh my good Lord, I'm up in the air more than more than I am on the road, she said, and even I'm frightened of this. That's how bad it was. I was like, oh my good Lord, why she told me this? Anyway, I'm still here to tell the tale. And I went to the actor studio and I had the best time ever. And then of course I had to get a plane back on my own from JFK airport back to Manchester airport. And again, I was terrified, absolutely bloody terrified because we hit turbulence again on the descent back into the airport. But I'm still here to tell the tale. I was brave and I boarded both of those planes because that opportunity meant more to me than my fear did. So where have you been brave in life? And if I can be brave doing something that I'm absolutely petrified of, I can be brave and make my acting career happen. I can put myself out there in the industry and be open to rejection and be open to criticism and be open to people saying all sorts of weird and wonderful things about me. So where have you been brave in your life? And when you've figured out where you've been brave in your life, do you think you can be brave in your acting career as well? Of course you can. Of course you can. Okay, let's move on to the next one then. You've got to be bold. Because wallflowers get overlooked. They get missed. I'm not saying you have to be this big, loud, gobby person. You don't need to be that, but you do need to be bold. And I have been that. So I used to work in sales. 
And when I'm talking about sales, I'm on about sales where you don't get a basic wage. It's commission only. You don't earn anything. Sorry, you don't sell anything. You don't earn anything. Therefore, you can't pay your bills. You can't do all the lovely things you want to do in your life. So I had to be bold and approach random strangers on the street and make friends with them very quickly. And that is something that could be scary for a lot of people. But let me tell you, I learned so much from doing that, from putting myself in that very scary position. I quickly became very confident as a person. And I did manage to sell things to people, sell things that they'd actually want as well and that they'd have a very nice time with. And that's why I was selling them the idea of like, you know, if you buy this thing off me, you're going to have this amazing experience and you're going to create memories and you're going to feel good about yourself. And to be able to talk with someone on that level and, you know, put these ideas in their head and then see them go off and have a good time and then, you know, randomly they'd catch you in the street and tell you how amazing this thing was that they'd done and how thankful they were that I'd, you know, approached them in the street. That's that's something so exciting. But to take that first step to go and approach a stranger who could reject you, could call your names, could completely ignore you, could belittle you. You know, I did have people belitt- belittling me in the streets. But to do that required me to be bold. And I was. And that is something I can transfer into my acting career. Because if I've approached random strangers on a street who could actually call me names to my face, I know for a fact I can approach casting directors via email. I can be bold and ask them things that perhaps if I'd have not had this experience, I might be a bit frightened to do. So where have you been bold in your life? And you absolutely will have been at some point. It just might take a little bit of time to think about it. Now, do you think when you've figured out where you've been bold in your life, you could be bold again with your acting career? Of course you can. Like I said earlier, if you've done it once, you can do it again. You've just got to keep practicing being brave, keep practicing being bold, and then these become the norm. They become second nature. So then the third thing I spoke about was being a risk taker. You have got to be a risk taker. And yes, not all risks are going to pay off. That's the risk of taking a risk. But that's okay. That's the journey of taking a risk. And we expect that they're not all going to take off. We expect that some are going to fall flat. That's all right. We live, we learn, we get back up. So I took a risk. This was many years ago. In the earlier days of my acting career, I was doing supply teaching jobs between acting jobs. And I just got so fed up of them. They literally drained the life, soul and energy out of me. I could not stand going into a classroom For another day, teaching kids who really didn't care about me being there. I had no idea about their subjects. I was literally just regurgitating lesson plans from teachers that were off. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I took a risk and I put myself on the dole. Now, if you're not in the UK, the dole is government assistance. It's not called that anymore, but that's what it was called at the time. And it don't pay very much. I can't even remember what it paid. I think it might have been something daft like, I don't know, £64 a week. It might not have even been that or it might have been more. I can't can't remember. But it wasn't very much money. And I was skin, absolutely bloody skin. It meant I couldn't do anything. But I just said to myself, do you know what? You're going to go on the dole until you can figure out what you want to do. And then my friend suggested to me, why don't you set up acting classes? And I thought, oh my God, yeah, I could do that. But specifically method acting classes, because not just any old generic acting technique. It had to be method because method had changed my life. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. So here I was, not earning any money at all, skint as anything, having a really hard time in life financially. But I was just lit up by this idea. 
And then I had this massive vision and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to set up these method acting classes and I'm going to teach actors around the world. So I saved up my door money and I started Standby Method Acting Studio 13 years ago on £100 door money. And here I am now doing this podcast to you who may or may not be in the UK and I coach actors around the world. Can you believe it? I took a risk. Now that is a risk that might not have paid off. And I'm here to tell you that Standby has been on a massive, massive journey. It has changed so many times since I first set it up. I mean, it's not the company it was when I first set it up 13 years ago. It's definitely evolved. And and here's the thing, you will evolve as an actor as well. Your brand will evolve. The characters you play will evolve. You'll evolve with your skill set. But you have to take the risk in the first place. You have to take the risk to go all in and actually bloody well pursue this acting career that means so much to you as a proactive participant in your own life. Because if not, you just sit on the edge, peering in. And as I said earlier, the industry will sweep you up and it will wash you away and you will be a never known actor. You will end up in the actor's graveyard. Is that where you want to be? I don't think it is. I don't think you want to be in the actor's graveyard. I think you want to be in those TV soaps and TV dramas actually getting paid hundreds and thousands to do what you love and building up your CV. So where have you been a risk taker in your life? Have a little think about it. If you can't think about it now, go and take yourself out on a walk, mull on it, go to the gym, mull on it, go and do some rock climbing or baking or whatever it is that you love, mull on it. Mull on these three things. Where have you been brave? Where have you been bold? Where have you been a risk taker? And then challenge yourself to go, okay, so I've done it in my life then. This is what I learned from those times. Can I do it with my acting? See what the answer is. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a yes. So has this been useful? I hope it has because there's nothing more other than learning how to act and making their skills much sharper that my acting students have done to land roles in TV soaps. Now, as I said at the beginning of this episode, we've got a brand new workshop, three steps to getting a paid role within two months. I want you in there because I can help you. It's much better to achieve an acting career with somebody cheerleading you from the sides, which is me, with somebody guiding you, with somebody showing you what to do. And I've got a track record because I've got my students into these paid TV jobs and I've got myself acting jobs that I've paid in the thousands as well. So I can help you. So go and accept your invite by clicking that link underneath the episode and I will see you in the workshop on Thursday the 28th of September and we are going to get your acting career rocking and rolling. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you and come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials. The Unstoppable Actors Facebook group where you'll get your weekly of inspiration, networking, and receive your free Method Actors Handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.